Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Eric Raffin, CIO at San Mateo County Health System. In this segment, Raffin talks about the best way to approach change when you're in a best-of-breed environment, the movement he started four years ago to create a strategic plan and governance program, and how his team is leveraging a master person index to connect disparate systems and improve outcomes. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvata, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvata.com. So thank you, Eric, for taking some time to speak with HealthSystemCIO.com today. It's my pleasure. I think the best place to start is to get some information about San Mateo County Health System. What's your primary focus, the size, where you're located, things like that? Sure. So the San Mateo County Health System is uh, based and serves the County of San Mateo, which is in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, nestled uh, between San Francisco and the rest of Silicon Valley uh, to our south. The health system is one of 16 public health systems in the state of California, and when you combine those with the five University of California uh, healthcare organizations, uh, that makes up California's um, healthcare safety net. And we are a uh, direct delivery organization uh, in the safety net, so it means that we have a, a hospital, a medical center, and a clinic system. Uh, it also means we uh, uh, operate the complete behavioral health and recovery services program, which stems everywhere from uh, mild to moderate to severe mental illness, um, as well as the alcohol and other drug recovery programs that right. a lot of people hear about but don't know that they're often uh, managed uh, by your county behavioral health office. In addition to that, we provide health care services to our uh, county jail system, uh, which is sometimes uh, a little unique in the public uh, health safety net. But mm -hmm. we also, under our umbrella, have social services functions. Um, so our family health services and aging and adult services divisions are providing services, uh, as you might expect, to disabled children, uh, pregnant mothers-to-be, uh, as well as looking out for seniors, as well as uh, working on providing them uh, and supporting the in-home support services uh, program and just a whole host of, of other activities that aren't normally ascribed to healthcare because they really touch more on the social determinants of health than direct health. And finally, uh, we have our public health functions, which includes operating the public health lab uh, and a lot of street medicine and community outreach, um, the health policy planning for the county is also performed here, and environmental health, uh, where we're not seeing clients or patients, but we're working with all of the businesses um, as a regulator uh, in the county to make sure the water and food and the, and the maintenance of hazardous work sites and hazardous materials are safe and keep the county out of danger. Okay. And when you, when you say street medicine, what exactly does that refer to? Uh, it means we actually have uh, folks that are out, whether they're uh, out, I see the, the mobile homes go out every day, uh, but mm -hmm. we've got a lot of community outreach where we're going out and, and holding essentially clinics where we're dealing with communicable disease maintenance uh, and testing for clients uh, who may not normally find their way to another healthcare organization. We do have people that are out on foot um, who are working to help the homeless population in this county. I'm always asked 
what kind of a homeless situation do you have in San Mateo County? It's a prosperous mm-hmm. county. It's, it's in this very uh, affluent part of the country. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you look at the number of people that are uh, being provided services here in our health system, it's close to 10% of, the, of oh, this yeah. county. So it's a lot larger than, than most people would think. Oh, sure. I mean, people here, San Francisco area or Silicon Valley, and, and there's a certain image that comes up, I'm sure. Uh, there sure is. But, you know, I've spent my uh, uh, whole career in, in safety net settings, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, so it wasn't too much of a surprise for me, although this is, yeah. this is the county of my childhood. I grew up here, and so I never saw the things that I see now in my professional life. Uh, I'm just lucky to be able to, to help support the organizations that are reaching out and dealing with our most vulnerable populations. Right. Okay. So being part of a public health system, I imagine, kind of comes with some different uh, territory. And, well, well, first of all, as you've kind of already alluded to, you're treating patients who are uninsured or underinsured and uh, dual, dual eligible um, along those lines. That's right. We have a, a good, solid relationship with our health plan. Most of the folks that we provide services to are covered by uh, Medicaid. So in California, that's uh, the Medi-Cal program. Um, but as you pointed out, there are folks who uh, are not otherwise eligible, and so we have a program we call ACE, Access to Care for Everyone, and that covers our in- uninsured clients. And so uh, we're trying to make sure that everyone has access uh, to health care services. Okay. So now looking into uh, the clinical application environment, it's not a uh, integrated EHR across the board, right? That's right. So we are living in uh, what has often been called best of breed, where different um, clinical and ancillary applications were acquired over, in this case, over about 20 years. Um, So the health system had actually started on its journey to electronic health records not too long after the turn of the century. I just like saying that. It sounds neat. Um, (laughs) But it's true. And so we're at a point now where we have a lot of these systems that, uh, and I always call it the I word, but, you know, they're not terribly interoperable. Mm -hmm. And I see it as one of my um, strategic goals is to help steer the organization towards the unification um, of of not so much, I mean, the applications are the applications. We we sort of have to have them. Uh, But for me, it's really about strategically managing the information and make sure that all the right information is available at the right place at the right time for the right provider. And that's very challenging. We're making a lot of um, excellent progress to being able to, uh, even with this best of breed environment, make information basically at hand. Mm-hmm. And so would you say that it's not really realistic to say, oh, in the next few years we're going to move to a system? It's more like, okay, let's make the most of what we have. That's, that's one way to say it. Um, yeah. th- what's challenging is that when you already have all the systems, yeah. the, the way that you like, believe and feel that you're paying for them, you, you don't feel like you're paying as much as you are. Uh, but we're certainly yeah. paying plenty to have these different information systems in place but the one thing that the organization has never experienced from a change perspective is sort of re-implementing all of them at once. So many other healthcare organizations made sort of a, you may call it a big bang, but either way, it's, it's really tons of organizational change sort of in one big bite 
Uh, and that big bite could last a year, it could last two years, it could last three years. But in this case, we've never experienced that here because we did everything in much smaller bites over a much longer period of time. Mm -hmm. So that change is right. It's not something you just say, in 24 months, we'll be done. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a much longer journey for us. However, that affords us the great opportunity to deal with what, in my opinion, is the most important thing. It's where is that information and is it getting to where it needs to go? Yeah. And so we're, we're taking, I think, sort of a, a novel approach to being able to deal with the, some of the information needs first and then dealing with the tremendous change management task of implementing a new unified um, EHR footprint. Okay. So now can you kind of walk through uh, how you're doing that as far as the, that dealing with the, the information needs first? Sure. It started when I got here uh, a little over four years ago, and uh, I realized that you know, the organization itself did not have, a, have that big binder on the shelf that said, this is the strategic plan of the health system. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason for that is that the strategic plan of the health system is really all over the map because we provide lots of different services that don't necessarily come into contact with one another terribly often, but right. we are often serving the same individuals in our county. And so it struck me that we needed to start talking about the management, the strategic management of information. So I took a step back and said, well, we need to have some governance. Uh, so we've implemented uh, a governance program for all of the health information technology and, and programs that we offer here. And with that uh, came what I, I call the big deal with big data, or BD mm -hmm. squared. And that was um, sort of my mini manifesto. Uh, that said, look, we, we need to like, be very focused on all of this information that we keep collecting. We, you know, just like anywhere else in this country, we have really highly paid clerks, essentially, at this point. Um, right. Everyone entering information into systems, and the value you get or the return on the information you get out of them is really poor. That's changing, but of course it means you normally, now you have to invest in another system to get the information out or to analyze it. And so it, at the end of the day, there's a lot of spaghetti back there, right? There's a lot of yeah. spaghetti connecting your transactional systems together, and there's a lot of spaghetti when you're talking about all the different places your data lives, what the data looks like, its structure, is it standardized, is there an information governance function in the organization uh, to deal with taxonomy and, and standards. And uh, we realized that like, our organization just had never you know, taken a bite out of that apple, and mm -hmm. so we, we found the apple and we took a big bite out of it and have been dealing up until this point with planning for uh, what we ultimately call our Electronic Health Record 2.0, or EHR 2.0 program, which certainly involves a unified EHR solution, but also involves some other components. And those components include ensuring that we do identity management right. Uh, and so the, the first task that we undertook a couple of years ago was to implement a master person index. Mm -hmm. uh, I know a lot of people say master patient, but yeah, we're talking right. about people, right? So a master person index, uh, because we, we provide services to lots of different clients, and they're not, they're not always considered patients. So that is happily in place. And then we realized that with all of this, all these different applications, they've all modernized to a point where they can 
uh, in a standards-based way, ingest information from other sources. The real issue is that we had never come together and said, well, I don't want to, let's say I have five systems, I don't want to have to set up communications for five different systems and monitor you know, either interfaces or integrations or just all that traffic all day long. Mm -hmm. um, and it struck us that if we have this master person index in place, it's not a cakewalk, but it's not terribly challenging to then implement sort of an internal health information exchange, uh, which then we can connect to the rest of the world. Uh, and that's the work we're doing right now. The reason that's important to us, well, that's several reasons, but the primary reason is that even with all of these different disparate EHR platforms, um, we're going to use the modern capabilities that they now have to be able to have sort of a mini carry quality framework or a mini uh, Commonwealth framework just yeah. within our organization for starters okay. so that information that's known about a client um, who is, say, perhaps seen in our medical therapy unit in family health services, this would be a, a child, um, but also has a pediatrician in one of our um, ambulatory care clinics, we're actually going to be able to move that information around and let the providers in both arenas consume information, obviously, that they have a need to know, uh, but be able to do it in a, in a really modern way, which is the same way you might uh, choose to uh, read, trust, and import information in any of the big EHR systems uh, that we would buy today. By doing that, we set the stage for what providers need to change when they start getting information from other sources. And in many ways, I feel that that's more important than the user interface that the person has with the software. We have to deal with the information part first, and that's what we're going to deal with. And so this internal um, HIE will serve that purpose. And of course, we're going to be connecting that to the rest of the world as well, uh, subscribing to the new, to the, the carry quality framework and being able to get information, uh, both information that we would want to see and query about our clients, but also we, we operate you know, the county psychiatric emergency services program. We operate a very busy emergency department. So I'm sure that there are folks seen in many of the other organizations in the Bay Area uh, that, ha you know, that have been seen here and folks would want to consume that mm -hmm. information. So we're looking forward to being able to share that uh, to improve all of those folks' healthcare outcomes. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.